Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Adele, Adele has just announced we've been saying her name wrong all these years. It's, wow, you'd think she'd have stepped up and said something. It's Adele. It's not Adele. I think we're all saying Adele, aren't we? I've never heard somebody say Adele in my life. What's she talking about? Speaking of music, where's my Viking music? I went to a Viking concert. There you go. I went to this concert last night. It's the people that provided the music for the TV show Vikings, and they're actually, they're from Norway, and speak the language, and they're ancient songs, and they use ancient instruments and everything like that. This beat is like disco, but with more pillaging. It did have an... It did... I wasn't high. I think that might have Staying alive. Staying alive. You will not be staying alive when we pillage your town. You... Well, that's probably it, it had that. an effect on your like everything. I mean, just the the the, the drums. You know, it's it's no, been known for thousands of years. That's why you know a lot of your old timey music has got the drums and the beat. It has an effect on you mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And really loud and low and everything like that. Um, just looking at the audience, I was trying to figure out who's the the, the typical goer to music like that. A lot of serpent ownership. I'm thinking in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. You think Snake Guy was uh, heavily represented there? A lot of black leather jackets, black t-shirts, black jeans, and uh, the scent of whatever you feed an iguana. So, 
My uh, I kid. My, I kid. My, my son's partner, as they say these days, is uh, a snake enthusiast, and she's uh, she's fabulous. She's a great gal. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm. So never... you, you and your hateful stereotypes go elsewhere, sir. I don't believe I suggested in any way. It was a <laughs> negative thing to be a serpent owner. Oh, just a... I say. Sure, you didn't. I have a spotted leopard gecko that I have to feed every night. Is it a, is it a leopard or is it a gecko? It's hard to say. Do you even know? So Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he's the president. His approval rate is up to forty percent in the latest Reuters Ipsos poll. His lowest, damn, boy. his lowest in that poll was thirty-six. He's up to forty currently, which brings me to the question I have, and uh, we've asked this question. Everybody asks this question and talks about politics, but I was watching a, a like um, focus group thing on one of your Sunday shows. The undecided voter. They always talk to the undecided voters on these things because I suppose there's not much point in talking to the decided voters. You know what they're going to do. The The vast majority of us voters are decided on most things all the time, with rare exceptions. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of voters. If you take the, uh, the chunk of Republicans, Democrats, the undecided voters always come off to me as morons. Oh, more harsh judgment, folks. And they say things like, I don't know, he just doesn't seem like he cares. And things like that. Oh. You know, that's the kind of stuff they say. Oh, Oh, it's like when you're watching sports with a non-sports fan, they say stuff like, they're not even trying. Well, but here's the difference, though. (laughs) Here's the difference. That's just annoying. Because, you know, the non-sport, you just ignore ignore them or whatever. Or if you're you're hoping to have sex, maybe you pay attention to them. But I don't know. Um, (laughs) But with the voters, they're the ones that decide who actually wins. They're the ones that decide who wins. The rest of it's locked into place at like 30-30 on each side. And then all the, I don't know, he doesn't seem like he cares crowd or... He seems like he cares more about me, the regular person, or whatever. Uh, that Those are the people who get to, to decide who's president or senator or whatever. <sighs> Democracy so, doesn't work. So we have to disenfranchise them? Is that your message? We I, have to bar them from the voting booth by uh, force if necessary? Well, I just have no, I don't think I've ever known these people. I certainly don't know them now. Do you know that crowd? I, you know, I don't know. I need to hear more from, um, you know, the undecided voter with a week to go in the election. You know, I Who do... the freak are you, you idiot? You're not listening to the show right oh, now. Wow. 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 How are you undecided? Well, I will say this. Uh, well, I agree with your premise. Often I will see those focus groups and they come off as people who are trying to mask ignorance as uh, ambivalence. They make noises as if they've carefully considered things. Oh, they make noises uh, they just as grunts decide. and snorts. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, often they do come off that way. You're absolutely correct. I will tell you, though, having been watching some of the races in some of the swing states more carefully than I have in, in years past, uh, specifically Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, especially Georgia, um, Florida to some extent, but those are fairly moderate states where the Republican, once they get the nomination, runs pretty close to the center, and the Democrat does too. You have to, as a knowledgeable voter, appraise. Now, wait a minute. His entire voting record goes against what he's saying there. So you have to you know, vet their honesty. But they make very moderate noises. So I can see 
I was going to say Pennsylvania, but Fetterman's a freaking piece of crap. Uh, that's, you know what? That was, ins- I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. That was too far. That was harsh. I just, I hate guys like that who never make a living. They leech off of others their entire lives. They go get a fancy degree, and then they try to run things, having never held a freaking job. I don't like people like that. Anyway, but that was uh, that was overly harsh and might lead to political violence. No violence ever under any circumstances, please. Anyway, uh, but so uh, you got a place like Ohio. Better example, J.D. Vance, who I'm a big fan of, uh, and Tim Ryan, who is not as moderate as he seems, but I can absolutely see voters in Ohio thinking, you know, they're both pretty smart guys. They both say pretty reasonable stuff. Uh, I don't know. But you have to search for examples. But... Uh, where they're non-morons. Yeah, if you presented it as um, he 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 claims to be a moderate, but his voting record doesn't seem to be moderate, I need to dig into that more. But that's not what I hear people say. It's always right. the sort of thing I was just talking about. You know, I'm not sure he cares about families like mine. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you know, to go way, 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 way back. The so-called George Bush looking at his watch in the debate. I mean, if that's the way you make your decisions on these things, what? Like if I'm if I'm talking to somebody and and we completely disagree on politics, like they're um, yeah, I believe we have institutional racism that's completely unfair, and we need to have reparations. Okay, you you have thought about this. This is what you've decided, even if I think it's crackpot. But the I don't know, I haven't decided yet. I don't know. He seems nice, but the other guy doesn't. I, I don't even know how to talk to you. You know, I don't want to come off as cynical because I'm really not. Um, but you know, Churchill said anybody who's a fan of democracy should spend five minutes with the average voter. <laughs> Um, and an uh, uh, old friend of ours once said, uh, don't don't hang out with your friends at your favorite places and assume this is America. Go to the state fair. Go to the, the, the country concert. Go to Walmart, whatever. That's America. That's well, the voters well, well, the, to a large extent. Well, the undecided with uh, six days to go is who decides these elections. And they can't decide whether to pick their nose or eat paste. I understand what you're saying. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. She ain't real. She ain't gonna Thank you for playing a little Adele. Adele has just announced we've been saying her name wrong all these years. Is a stranger. It's wow, you'd think she'd have stepped up and said something. It's Adele. It's not Adele. I think we're all saying Adele, aren't we? I've never heard somebody say Adele in my life. Well, What's she talking that. about? Speaking of music, where's my Viking music? I went to a Viking I went to this concert last night. It's the people that provided the music for the TV show Vikings, and they're actually they're from Norway and speak the language and they're ancient songs and they use ancient instruments and everything like that. This beat is like disco, but with more pillaging. It did have an It did I wasn't high. I think that might have Staying alive, staying alive. You will not be staying alive when we pillage your town. You well, that's probably it, it had an effect on your like everything. I mean, just the the the, the drums. You know, it's it's no, been known for thousands of years. That's why you know a lot of your old timey music has got the drums and the beat. It has an effect on you mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And really loud and low and everything like that. Um, just looking at the audience, I was trying to figure out who's the the, the typical goer to music like that. 
A lot of serpent ownership, I'm thinking, in the crowd. <laughs> I'm thinking. You think snake guy was uh, heavily represented there. A lot of black leather jackets, black T-shirts, black jeans, and uh, the scent of whatever you feed an iguana. <laughs> so... <laughs> My uh, I kid, my, I kid. My, my son's partner, as they say these days, is uh, a, a snake enthusiast, and she's uh, she's fabulous. She's a great gal. Okay. Well, I'm I'm so never... you you and your hateful stereotypes go elsewhere, sir. I don't believe I suggested in any way it was a <laughs> negative thing to be a serpent owner. Oh, just a... I say, sure you didn't. I have a spotted leopard gecko that I have to feed every night. Is it, a, is it a leopard or is it a gecko? It's hard to say. Do you even know? So Joe Biden, Joe Biden, he's the president. His approval rate is up to 40% in the latest Reuters-Ipsos poll. His lowest, damn, boy. his lowest in that poll was 36. He's up to 40 currently, which brings me to the question I have. And uh, we've asked this question. Everybody asks this question and talks about politics. But I was watching a, a like, um, focus group thing on one of your Sunday shows. The undecided voter. They always talk to the undecided voters on these things because I suppose there's not much point in talking to the decided voters. You know what they're going to do. The the vast majority of us voters are decided on most things all the time, with rare exceptions. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of voters. If you take the uh, the chunk of Republicans, Democrats, the undecided voters always come off to me as morons. Oh, more harsh judgment, folks. And they say things like, I don't know, he just doesn't seem like he cares. And things like that. Oh. You know, that's the kind of stuff they say. Oh, Oh, it's like when you're watching sports with a non-sports fan, they say stuff like, they're not even trying. Well, but here's the difference, though. (laughs) Here's the difference. That's just annoying. Because, you know, the non-sports, you just ignore ignore them or whatever. Or if you're you're hoping to have sex, maybe you pay attention. But I don't know. Um, (laughs) But with the voters, they're the ones that decide who actually wins. They're the ones that decide who wins. The rest of it's locked into place at like 30-30 on each side. And then all the, I don't know, he doesn't seem like he cares crowd or... He seems like he cares more about me, the regular person, or whatever. Uh, that Those are the people who get to, to decide who's president or senator or whatever. <sighs> Democracy so, doesn't work. So we have to disenfranchise them? Is that your message? We I, have to bar them from the voting booth by uh, force if necessary? Well, I just have no, I don't think I've ever known these people. I certainly don't know them now. Do you know that crowd? You know, I don't know. I need to hear more from, um, you know, the undecided voter with a week to go in the election. You know, I Who the freak are you, you idiot? You're not listening to the show right now. Wow. 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 How are you undecided? Well, I will say this. Uh, While I agree with your premise, often I will see those focus groups and they come off as people who are trying to mask ignorance as uh, ambivalence. They make noises as if they've carefully considered things. Oh, they make noises, uh, and they just grunts, and snorts. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Uh, often they do come off that way. You're absolutely correct. I will tell you, though, having been watching some of the races in some of the swing states more carefully than I have in, in years past, uh, specifically Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, especially Georgia, um, Florida to some extent, but those are fairly moderate states where the Republican, once they get the nomination, runs pretty close to the center, and the Democrat does too. You have to, as a knowledgeable voter, appraise. Now, wait a minute. His entire voting record goes against what he's saying there. So you have to, you know, vet their honesty. But they make very moderate noises. So I can see, I was going to say Pennsylvania, but Fetterman's a freaking piece of crap. Uh, that, you know what? That was, in, I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. That was too far. That was harsh. I just, I hate guys like that who never make a living. They leech off of others their entire lives. They go get a fancy degree, and then they try to run things, having never held a freaking job. I don't like people like that. Anyway, but that was uh, that was overly harsh and might lead to political violence. No violence ever under any circumstances, please. Anyway, uh, but so uh, you got a place like Ohio. Better example, J.D. Vance, who I'm a big fan of, uh, and Tim Ryan, who is not as moderate as he seems, but I can absolutely see voters in Ohio thinking, you know, they're both pretty smart guys. They both say pretty reasonable stuff. Uh, I don't know. But you have to search for examples but, uh, it, it, where they're non-morons. Yeah, if you presented it as um, he, he, he claims to be a moderate, but his voting record doesn't seem to be moderate. I need to dig into that more. But that's not what I hear people say. It's always right. the sort of thing I was just talking about. You know, I'm not sure he cares about families like mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, to go way, 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 way back, the so-called George Bush looking at his watch in the debate. I mean, if that's the way you make your decisions on these things, what? Like if I'm if I'm talking to somebody and and we completely disagree on politics, like they're um yeah I believe we have institutional racism that's completely unfair and we need to have representation. UK, you you have thought about this. This is what you've decided, even if I think it's crackpot. But the I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I don't know. He seems nice, but the other guy doesn't. I, I don't even know how to talk to you. You know, I don't want to come off as cynical because I'm really not. Um, but you know, Churchill said anybody who's a fan of democracy should spend five minutes with the average voter. <laughs> Um, and an uh, uh, old friend of ours once said, uh, don't don't hang out with your friends at your favorite places and assume this is America. Go to the state fair. Go to the, the, the country concert. Go to Walmart, whatever. That's America. That's whoa, the voters well, the, to a large extent. Well, the undecided with uh, six days to go is who decides these elections. And they can't decide whether to pick their nose or eat paste. I understand oh, what you're geez. saying. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Got a couple of texts on the fact that the Powerball is $1.2 billion and they're drawn tonight on the chances of winning. Somebody said it's a 50-50. Either win or you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, somebody texted, and I've always wondered about this, but it's clear that the emotion is not the same. Wouldn't you prefer that they give out a million dollars to 1,200 people? Yeah, I would. I've said that many times. You wouldn't yeah, I think that'd be super cool. How exciting would that be? But you wouldn't sell near as many tickets for some reason. Hmm. People feel like if I won $15 million, eh, I'm not going to buy a ticket. What? But if I'm a billionaire, I'm, you know, I'll right. buy a whole bunch of tickets. I'll wait in line at the store that sold the last winning ticket because I believe in Hocus Pocus. Powerball. That's right, son. So I don't know if you've been following the Supreme Court, but there's a hell of a big case going on right now. A couple of cases, actually, deciding whether Harvard, which is a private institution, and the University of North Carolina, a public institution, can continue to factor race into admission policies. As Jack pointed out earlier, there are a number of states that claim to have eliminated that, although that is dishonest, and we'll talk about that in a moment or two. But some of the uh, the back and forths there at the court have been quite intriguing. We want to play a couple of them for you. Uh, let's begin with clip number 70, Michael. This is uh, Justice Kavanaugh with Ryan Park, who is one of the attorneys arguing in favor of uh, uh, factoring race into admissions. How are uh, applicants from Middle Eastern countries classified, from Jordan, Iraq, Iran, uh, Egypt, 
and the like? My understanding is that uh, just like uh, other situations uh, where they might not fit within the particular boxes on the common application, that we rely on self-reporting and we would ask, uh, you know, they can volunteer uh, they, their particular country of origin. But if they honestly check one of the boxes, which one are they supposed to check? I, I don't, do not know the answer to that question. What? Yeah, you do. You're supposed to say you're a white guy. Or maybe other. But, come on. And there, I uh, guess there are studies that show that, that people tend to check black because you can. Nobody stops you. And it makes it more likely you're going to get in. Well, yeah, the great Dodge, and I never have the, had the guts to do this with my kids. Plus, I raised them, to be honest, and damn it if they didn't turn out to be honest, um, was the very idea of, uh, I mean, if they claim to be, um, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, uh, black or Hispanic or whatever, um, how are they going to check that? I mean, and, and then you get fully into the Nazi Ku Klux Klan-ish, well, what percentage, how much black blood do you have in you? Which the progressives actually want to know, which I find terrible. But, I mean, so what are you going to do? Do a blood test on my kids? You're going to hold them down, jab a needle in their arm to make them prove they're black enough or something? Obviously, that's horrible. And so nobody ever does that. Yeah, I don't know but what they like do. Like I say, I never went ahead with that plan, no, which I, I discussed many times. Yeah, I've always threatened to not, not with schools. I've always thought about with, like, home loans because it makes... You know, I'm going to claim I'm Hispanic Something. or Native American or whatever. You're not going to check. And if you try to check, I'm going to call you a racist. <laughs> well, that's right. Because if you claim to be part of a particular tribe for various government benefits, you have to be able to prove that. And then you get into what percentage of blood you have, which, again, is the stuff of Hitler. Um, uh, but no, for college admissions, it, it would be considered repugnant to dig into it. Ask Elizabeth Warren about that. She got her gig at Harvard that way. Right. Anyway, Clarence Thomas had some questions as well in 71. So the most concrete possible scenario is, is stock trading. And there are studies that find that racially diverse groups of people making trading decisions perform at a higher level, make more efficient trading decisions. And the mechanism there uh, is that it reduces groupthink and people have longer and more sustained disagreement. And that leads to a more efficient outcome. Well. I guess I don't put much stock in that because I've heard similar arguments in favor of segregation, too. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting argument. We had some clips yesterday that were as good or better. I should ask you to hold those over. Maybe we can grab those. But um, if what that lawyer said were true, then clearly, undeniably, we need to have affirmative action for conservatives. Because you can get a young black man, black woman, a couple of white folks, an Asian, uh, Hispanic, a couple of Inuits, and uh, Portuguese uh, in a college classroom. And the chances are very, very high that they will all spout the same opinions. Or if they don't all hold the same opinions, they'll go ahead and spout them to please the professor. Because there is lockstep ideological uniformity in our campuses. So you're talking about groupthink. We're not talking about putting together a Benetton ad where it's important that we have a bunch of different races visually. That guy was talking about groupthink. Did I you found this interesting? Did you yeah, hear the thing ahead. Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, confusing two different legal terms? Did you hear that whole thing? No. Okay, we'll have to dig that up. Uh, Tucker focused on that last night, and I don't agree with him. He says that she is a product of affirmative 
action and, and had, shouldn't be within a thousand miles of the Supreme Court. I don't know any of that qualification stuff, but it was kind of striking that she confused a couple of legal terms that, uh, well, we'll play that for you later. You have to stay tuned. It's truly, it's, it's, it's confusing. And speaking of staying tuned in roughly 60 seconds, absolutely brilliant observations from one of our alert listeners. We will share with you about this case and, and, and what it means. Um, uh, but first, a quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. Judy and I had a late lunch yesterday. She had an evening meeting, and so we had HelloFresh for a nice, big, yummy lunch. It's a fabulous chicken bulgur dish. That's a, it's a kind of grain. It's a flavorful and yummy. And it eliminates the whole, what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? What's thawed? I don't know. What do you want? Thing. Because they deliver these fresh, delicious meals, pre-measured and ready for you to whip up uh, as many times a week as you ask them to. Or perhaps you'd like to have an early dinner with more than 35 weekly recipes to choose from and the ingredients delivered right to your home, as Joe said. HelloFresh helps spice up cooking routines with fewer trips to the store, even saves money. HelloFresh is actually 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. You know, you're right. I should have invited Gavin Newsom because he really enjoys an early dinner. Uh, sign up today for, listen to this, would you? 65% off plus free shipping. Use the code Armstrong65, hence 65% off. You, you get it. Uh, HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. That's HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. You customize the shipment every week for yourself, whatever you and your family likes. Uh, HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong65. So, frequent correspondent Paolo, um, who is a heck of a smart guy. Uh, we, we have some some of you folks, not only are you like crazy smart, but you have a lot of time, and, and we appreciate your contributions very much. I could go through the list, but I think you all know who you are. But Paolo writes, in 2018, the New York Times wrote the story, Harvard rated Asian American applicants lower on personality traits, suit says. That's what the current SCOTUS case is about. It says, and I quote, Asian Americans scored higher than applicants of any other racial or ethnic group on admissions measures like test scores, grades, and extracurricular activities, according to the analysis commissioned by a group that opposes race-based admissions criteria. But the students' personal ratings significantly dragged down their chances of being admitted, the analysis found. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Justice, uh, Justice Alito's questioning probed this issue and observed, and I quote Justice Alito from yesterday, I believe it was, I still haven't heard any explanation for the disparity between the personal scores that are given to Asians. They rank below whites, they rank way below Hispanics, and they rank really, really way below African Americans. What is the explanation for that, Alito asked. Paolo writes, wrote the note that the racial ethnic ratings on personal score... The rankings, rather, are exactly the reverse of the rankings based on traditional merit-based criteria. Nobody has admitted how these personal rankings are derived. Harvard's lawyer avoided Alito's direct questions, though they give every indication of being contrived so as to most effectively negate the influence of merit in the admissions process. Smells like racism, but racism is trumped by diversity in the minds of many, where diversity means equal representation of all identities in all things. Everybody agrees that nobody should be held back in any way by the race, ethnicity, or other intrinsic characteristics. I certainly agree. At least we used to agree on that. Now it may be okay to screw some people over based on race if it's in service of the diversity religion. I call that racism, but that's just me. Yeah. Fixing racism with racism. And uh, here's the, here's the the key difference, I think, between the people who believe in affirmative action, and, and I'll speak for myself, a guy like me. And and this is not abstract. 
I've spent so much time in so many classrooms on so many sports fields with so many young people of every race and ethnicity. Um, the idea that little black kids, Hispanic kids, whatever group you want to look at, are having a hard time succeeding in America is is terrible. It's heartbreaking because they're they're every bit as beautiful and promising and wonderful as any other kind of little kid. The idea that the way to help them is to go to the very end of the process and drag them up into the super elite universities where there is a high chance they're going to flunk out. Although with grade inflation right now and phony grades, it's less than it used to be, I guess. But the idea that instead of doing the hard, tough-to-take work of looking at their neighborhood schools, looking at school choice, for instance, looking at the influence of the teachers' unions, looking at the family, looking at the culture, why do Asian kids do so much better than black kids? What's going on at home, in the classroom? Instead of confronting some of those realities, which may be tough to take for some people, no, we skip all the way to the end and yank a handful of black kids up into Harvard and say, there we go, our work is done, we have equity. You people are either self-delusional or you're dopier than your degrees would indicate. You haven't fixed the problem. You've wallpapered over it. Well, the odd thing, obviously, is unless you're going to advocate there is such thing as differences between the races, then you've got to assign cultural reasons to the Asian kids doing so well. Unless, well, the Asians are just smarter automatically. Okay, so you believe in racism. Some races are smarter than others. Are you saying that? Or you don't, okay, you don't believe in racism. Well, then the reason has got to be cultural. It's the only other reason. Right, right. And if you don't believe black kids are intrinsically dumber, and I certainly do not. No, of course not. Well, then what is your explanation? Now, they'll say systemic racism. And, and my answer would be the same as it just was. Okay, fine. All right. I'll, I'll absolutely concede there's been awful racism in this country. It ended far too recently. Um, and it does have effects ongoing. Uh, I don't deny that. How are you going to fix it? Go into the schools. Go into the families. Talk about why did Jewish kids achieve at a rate so much higher than other white people? It's because in the Jewish culture, learning is revered. The idea that you're going to be a screw-up and not study and the rest of it. In most Jewish families, forget it. You just, you, you just can't do that. It would be like, you know, raising tigers or robbing liquor stores in my family. It's just not something that can happen. It's cultural. Well, I remember talking on the radio once about, uh, I had told my kids, I just want them to try hard. I'm not that, I don't, I won't care about their grades as much. I just want them to try. And we got a response from, uh, one of our Asian followers on Twitter. You white people are so funny. Because <laughs> that's not the way. That's not the message she's getting her from her family. Yeah, growing yeah. up, which is you know maybe I need to demand more. But well, and again, and I am willing to concede if keeping slaves illiterate for the longest time continues to have an effect somehow on modern black people, let's go into the schools and the families and deal with that. Um. So I asked the question: Is anything big getting better in the United States? Because everything seems to be getting worse to me. Uh, maybe even in the world. Uh, we got a whole bunch of responses on the text line. We can run through some of those. Pretty entertaining. Text line, if you want to jump in, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I want to... uh... In the pre-show meeting, Michael pitched this as the cutest thing or greatest thing. I think when you said, did you say it was the greatest thing you've ever heard? I just thought it was 10 <laughs> seconds of pure happiness. Yeah, ten he made me happy. Ten and it will melt your heart, he uh, said. Okay. I think. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I just, you really sold it. I yeah. Mean, yeah. You know, you're setting expectations very high. <laughs> okay, here we go. What are you doing? What? Please. Please. Please what? An ice pop, please, Mama. Oh, that is cute. There's a small child on the road to obesity. That's what I heard. <laughs> that is very, very cute. So I threw out there the idea that uh, everything's getting worse. Is there anything that's not getting worse? We got a gazillion texts. I might have to go through more of them for later. Oh, by the way, to kick off hour four, that chunk from the Supreme Court oral arguments in which Sotomayor seems to conflate 
two very common legal terms in a way that seems weird for somebody at her level. And I'm not trying to claim she's got dementia or unqualified or anything. I just thought it was weird. How did that happen? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so stay tuned for that. Hour four. Is anything getting better? The interest on my savings account has gone up, says this texter. Yeah, because interest rates are so high. Finally, yeah. savings accounts are have a uh, make savings accounts great again. The downside of that, of course, your your mortgage and everything. More restaurants on DoorDash. Okay, DoorDash is uh has gotten better. Skateboarding is getting better. I'll take your word for it. Something that's getting better: our connection with people outside our own immediate daily interactions. I don't know if I buy this or not. No, I, I reject that idea no. completely. I have personally learned so much and grown in important ways getting to know people outside my circle. I feel like there's less of that. That's the siloing thing that everybody's talking about, right? Yeah, I suppose it depends on your lifestyle, your line of work, that sort of thing. Uh, this one might actually be true, something going in a positive direction. Our neighborhood private Christian school in Portland, Oregon, had an enrollment increase of 53% for fall 2022. More parents across the country are saying no way to public schools. I do think that is changing in the right direction. Yeah, I don't know. That that seems to me to be a counterbalancing thing, right? The public schools have become so loathsome. Ah, right. Right. So. Right. All my tax yeah. money, the convenience and everything like that. Now I have to pay to get my kid to go to school. You're right. That's a negative. Things are getting Thank worse. You. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Mm. The whole nose on laner's getting smaller? I don't know if that's true. That's true. That's Is absolutely it? true. Yeah, we've done wonderful uh, work on that. Computer animation has gotten worse, uh, or gotten better, this person says. As a former animator, uh, I'm amazed at what's being done now. Okay, that that is getting better. Kids' mm-hmm. cartoons are getting better. I don't know if that you know balances out against the coming world war and uh, and and global depression and uh, take over the Communist Party. Uh, but you know, <laughs> at least the animation has improved. Well, you didn't ask that. True, I didn't ask that. What's getting better? Only if it counterbalances the coming nuclear holocaust. Yeah, I didn't say that. What's getting better? My dating chances, says this Gen Xer, because there are so many millennials out there that are losers. I'm uh, I'm a loner, but I'm never alone, says this person. Okay, good for you. Hmm. Wow. Costco hot dog and a drink for a dollar fifty is holding. <laughs> hot damn boy! Hot damn boy! Ammo has become much more available, says this person. You don't live where I live, because ammo is way harder to buy where I live than it ever has been. Got to drive to Nevada. My initial reaction was nothing is getting better, but then I thought maybe free speech with Elon taking over Twitter? Mm, we'll see. Again, that's that's uh, kind of a uh, the Ukrainians retaking territory type thing. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, we're trying to unquash free speech, but... I will dig up some more of those for tomorrow, because I I am struggling to find things that are not getting worse. Culturally, politically, all kinds of different ways. Uh, Medical care, while the technology continues uh, to leap forward, access to it and care, actual care from your medical professionals, is is getting worse, I think. Absolutely, without a doubt, and certainly the cost. Well, and my friends who are doctors agree completely. Yeah, oh yeah. Different topic. Did you realize this is the first World Series since 1950 that there's no U.S.-born black player? I'd heard that. That's something. When we were kids, the biggest stars almost entirely were black. Well, that's an overstatement, but a lot of you, Reggie Jackson or whoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hank Aaron when I was a kid. Most of your biggest stars were were black guys. Now, no. 
Not a one. Yeah, isn't but, that something? I, but the, the, I saw a headline that Major League Baseball needs to do something. I think, you know, great athletes of a certain race have just decided they'd prefer other sports. I think that's all there is to it, isn't it? What's baseball going to do? Confiscate guys from the NBA and the NFL? You missed an hour of the podcast. Armstrong and Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.